Hello, and welcome back to another Blue Average Broncos. I'm your host, Rashank. And I'm your host, Andres. And today is July 3rd, 2023. Andres, what's up, man? Not much. Um, so we're pre-recording this, so doing well. Uh, I should, by this time, when this comes out, I should be in the Southern Hemisphere, technically. Um, so things should be looking good. Um, but other than that, it's just um, at the time I'm recording, I'm doing well. Just a little bit gloomy over here in Montreal. But hopefully that's not the case out in Ecuador. <laughs> so got my fingers crossed for that. How about you, Rishen? How are you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, exactly. We are pre-recording this episode, so it's a little bit ahead. But Overall, not too bad. I think it, it is July, first of all, so it's crazy. We're always already done halfway through the year. And second, a big shout-out, Happy Canada Day. July 1st was Canada Day. Uh, July 4th is in American Independence Day, so lots of festivities happening in and around U.S., um, Canada, North America in general. So I think there should be lots of festivities, lots of good food, and just you know, enjoying time with whoever you're with. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah, it should be a uh, should have been hopefully a good time for everyone. Enjoying long weekends for everyone. Yeah, hopefully you, uh, everyone listening, you know, if you are celebrating it, celebrating it safely, responsibly, and just have fun. Yes, responsibly. That's a key word there. Andres, what did you learn this past week? Yeah, so something that I learned, not this week, but a couple of weeks back, but still very interesting, was um, kind of like I learned that Japan, they can only, at the moment, uh, when they looked at how self-sufficient they can be in terms of food, for example, uh, Japan is only 37% self-sufficient, so they can only feed 37% of their population if they were to stop all imports uh, of resources into the country, which I found astonishing. And then learn a little bit more, and basically, well, first of all, one is how many people Japan has. <laughs> uh, they do have a large population. But also number two, it is basically due to their geography and how harsh sometimes uh, the terrain can be and kind of like to mitigate and have land for urban development. But at the same time, very little of the land that can be do done for that may also be available, like be appropriate for farmland. So it's kind of like playing that tone line between which ones do we use for urban development, which ones do we use for farmland. And yeah, they're... Um, their um, their geography ain't the best in order to have a lot of that farmland. So Japan heavily, heavily relies on on imports of resources. So you know, food, uh, natural gas, natural gas, petroleum, all of that. Um, so I found it very interesting that they are a very well developed nation, but still. Nowadays, they do. They basically live on from imports rather than being self-sufficient, uh, which a lot of countries are striving for nowadays. Is how they can be self-sufficient, but 
uh, in the case of Japan, they really like even if they were trying to figure out, uh, basically they were handed a very a very hard card to play with in terms of terms of geography. So that's what I learned this week. That's pretty interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know. I knew like they were like I knew the reason like just because I like watching historical documentaries. The reason they went into the mainland one it was because they wanted to have an empire like everyone at the time, but also because they needed to go into the mainland in order to get resources and they could find those resources in the Korean Peninsula and in China. Um, so that's why they were also planning on expanding. But also, yeah, it's uh, it's very interesting to to see that uh, some countries just they even if they were trying to strive for self sufficiency, they basically can't given their conditions. Oh, wow. I know, right? Crazy stuff. How about you, Rishen? What did you learn this week? So for me, I was doing a little bit of light reading on animals that went to space. And according to the Royal Museums of Greenwich, there has been so many animals that have been sent to, sent to space, obviously, which includes ants, cats, frogs, and even jellyfish. And obviously, we all know Laika, the space dog, the first dog in space. Mm -hmm. But did you know to date that a total of 32 monkeys have flown in space? No, I didn't know that many monkeys went to space. Yeah, so obviously, you know, space is a great place for humans to learn about, you know, space. <laughs> yeah. They have spent uh, quite a lot of monkeys, and the monkeys includes macaws. I don't know how to say that. M-A-C-A-Q-U-E-S. Okay, macaws, yeah. Oh, squirrel monkeys, pigtailed monkeys, and even chimpanzees, which Ooh. is that. And so June 4th, 1949, Albert II became the first monkey in space. But apparently, sadly, he died on re-entry when the parachute to his capsule failed. Oh, I know. That's so sad. And then apparently a mouse was also launched in space in August 1950, but did not survive the return journey. Um... Two other monkeys, Albert III and Fourth, also died when their rockets failed. The fact that they are named the Third. <laughs> that is <laughs> hilarious. And then in the 1950s, the US and Soviet Union launched a total of 12 dogs on various suborbital flights, with Laika being the first. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, pretty interesting to see how many um, uh, monkeys and animals have gone to space for whatever you know people are studying. Um, mm -hmm. maybe the effects of space on animals or how, you know, coming back into space effect or coming back into Earth affects them. But, you know, there's just so many cool experiments. Um, similar to what we talked about last week about, you know, submarines. Now, would I ever go to space in a small capsule? I don't know. I think I would be... I'm not too claustrophobic, but, like, some of those spaces that you have to go into for the space launch or submarines, there you can get pretty scary. That I mean, that is very fair. There, there is some very, there's very small spaces, which reminds me that astronauts are not very tall. Which I'm pretty sure a lot of people will think astronauts are tall, but they are not because of exactly that the spaces they have to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So it's you know, there's so much to learn out there and so much to see. The world is so endless and so much to you know just 
research even, right? There's not enough time, but so far we've done a pretty good job of learning things every week. I know, very interesting stuff. So, Prashang, what are we going to be talking about today? So today, you know, it's, it was going to be a fun little episode, not too long, because last week we talked for a little bit longer than we wanted to, but this week it's going to be something fun. And the topic is comfort foods. So, you know, we've talked about foods, we've talked about traveling for food, but today we're going to be cozy and stay home and talk about our go-to comfort foods when you're at home, when you're visiting friends, or whatever it is. Fun times. We always do love talking about food. Absolutely. So, Andres, what's your what's your not favorite of all time, but what's your go-to comfort food? Well, you know, maybe it's raining and you just want to make something quick and lay in bed and watch something, or you came back from a long trip and you just want to make something, you know, not too time-consuming, but it's still good and makes you feel warm inside. What's your go-to food for that? Do I have to make it, though? Uh, yes, it has to be made. Well, in those circumstances, I will not make anything because I am too lazy. <laughs> but if I had to make something, honestly, it would either be a quesadilla or just honestly a breakfast burrito. Mm. So how- something super simple. Like, I'm not going to complicate myself on doing something too complicated. How come? Because you, you like, because obviously being lazy is one, but. Is, is it just rather because you had to order something? I would rather order something that it brings me the vibe of comfort food. Okay, so if you were to order something, what would it be? Like in the same scenario, say you got home from somewhere or it's raining outside, what would you order? Then? Hmm, there will be a couple of options, but definitely pizza is up there. Uh, burgers, but I wouldn't order from like a fast food chain I will order from like a restaurant or sometimes honestly I feel like mac and cheese is such a good comfort food so maybe I'll order a mac and cheese that's pretty nice yeah I think for myself my go-to comfort food no matter what the situation is um, especially on those you know dark and stormy nights or if I just want to lay down and do nothing and make something quick it's definitely a grilled cheese sandwich with tomato soup. Um, oh, grilled cheese sandwich. That does sound good. And I think that I can eat those quite a lot. It's something that I've always enjoyed. And I know a lot of people don't like tomato flavored things like tomato juice or tomato soup. But for me, like if you can get that, you know, toast all brown and toasty with some butter on all sides, slap on some cheese, you know, if you have multiple cheeses, go for multiple cheeses. Um, and then make some tomato soup with some basil on top. It is so good. Like, I could eat that every day almost. <laughs> nice. I, I, it does, it like, grilled cheeses are quite fast to do. Yeah. I would, I would say that. And, like, obviously you can make tomato soup, like, the old-fashioned way with all the, you know, actual tomatoes and everything. But for me, I don't mind, um, like, canned tomato soup because you can spice it up. With any of your spices, throw some basil on top, throw some butter to make it extra creamy. So there's so many ways to like spice it up, even if you do want to spice it up. But as for comfort food, I think nothing beats dipping that grilled cheese in that tomato soup and eating that. Interesting. And I think 
it's just especially because like i feel like it's so easy to make and everybody has like you know bread and cheese lying around their homes um it's just one of those things that is super easy to make super accessible um and even if you're feeling lazy i know a couple of places around my neighborhood that has that sell or restaurants that sells grilled cheese and tomato soup or some kind of tomato soup with bread so even if i were to buy it i would definitely get that and i think it's also a comfort for, for food for me because back in university days you know we'd study and then if we were hungry the only thing that was open late late was tim hortons and they have tomato soup and like toast with butter on it or the, their um cream and cream of broccoli soup it's just you know anything that has soup and that involves dipping like cheesy toast is amazing oh yeah cheesy toast such a good idea i do enjoy toast i when i make sandwiches at home i toast my bread because like soggy not even soggy but just like meh bland bread is not bueno it has to be toasted and that's a hot take i have on sandwiches <laughs> <laughs> honestly any sandwich if you like the easiest thing to to make is sandwiches but you can do so much with sandwiches like especially these days like in, since i've moved to ottawa you know like living on my own for the first time since university sandwiches are my go-to meals and not just comfort food just like anytime i feel like i want to eat something i make sandwiches and trying to perfect different kinds of sandwiches whether it's grilled cheese or you know like a tomato um and mozzarella or pesto chicken or even like you said breakfast sandwiches or wraps you know those i love trying to experiment with sandwiches so definitely one of my go-to foods comfort foods whatever you want to call it yes they're so easy to make I guess if I have to make another food, it will be a sandwich. But that will depend. If it's like from a cloudy day, I will probably have the ingredients. But if it's coming back from my trip, uh, just really there's nothing on my fridge. I try to finish everything that needs to be finished by the time I leave. So that's why it's hard to make something coming back from a trip. Even though I would want, maybe if I wanted to. But I'm too lazy when I come back from trips. Um, but yeah, that's because there's barely anything. Yeah, exactly. And like another one that I really, it's a little bit harder to make, but I think uh, mashed potatoes with gravy and some kind of like protein on the side, like there's something about mashed potatoes or any potatoes really, like no matter like what you have in front of you and potatoes, whether it's french fries, mashed potatoes, you know, or even pierogies with potatoes on the inside, I think Potatoes are like one of the biggest comfort foods for a lot of people, including myself. I think there's ways to prepare them, but I don't know how I feel about mashed potatoes. I think they're a very holiday thing, at least for me. They're very holiday. I don't think I'll prepare them outside of that. Really? Like for me, I don't know. Like potatoes, like I think my whole family is a potato free because we love it every way possible. But I think my, like, especially for go-to things, one thing that's really simple to make is also jacket potatoes. I don't know if you've heard of them. I think they're like a British food where you take um, potatoes and you like bake it or cut it down in half, bake it. And then you put like, you know, beans and like sour cream and whatever you want, like almost like a loaded potato mm -hmm. or even like stuffed potatoes when you like, you know, take like 
scrape all the insides of the potato. You leave the potato skin in, and then you put like bacon and like chives and whatever you want. And then you put some cheese in there, throw it in the oven. Like it's really good that way too. And then French fries and poutine, obviously you got to love that as well. And then even mashed potatoes and like some kind of soup and some kind of chicken. Like I love potatoes overall. I think potatoes are my like comfort um, cuisine in a sense. Yeah, I guess like, I mean, potatoes are very versatile. I do love them in their multiple forms, but I, I guess it's because I was not raised eating a lot of potatoes. <laughs> yeah. And then another thing that I go to quite a lot is also like some kind of dip and chips maybe, or it doesn't have to be chips, anything like, you know, that's a little bit like crackers, chips, um, some kind of saltine, like cookies and things like that. And some kind of dip. Like I love eating dips. I don't know about you, Andres, but like I like to try new dips all the time. My go-to is obviously like tzatziki or hummus. But these days I'm enjoying like I, I got this dip recently called the like, cowboy salsa or something like that. Mm -hmm. It has like so many different like it has like corn, beans, um, like peppers and tomatoes and things like that. It's almost like a salsa, but it has like an extra couple of flavors that normal salsa doesn't have. And I love eating that. And like whenever I'm feeling, you know, whether it's like sad, happy, whatever it is, and I just need some comfort food. That's been my go to lately as well. That is nice. When you were say, saying uh, corn, peas, tomatoes, and things like that, it just reminded me of the one song that goes with all of those things, and I could not get it out of my mind, and I almost chuckled while you were talking because I found it very funny. But that's just very a very, very random tangent. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. <laughs> For me, it was just like corn, beans, potatoes, whatever. However that song goes, it just reminded me. For some reason, that song reminds me of you. <laughs> don't know why but that's that's what happened in there just letting you know but yeah there's honestly we've i think we've established enough that we love food but i think comfort food it's like that something that makes you feel like at home at ease you know just warms you up from the inside i guess i suppose um well that is fun though um comfort food mm, what like what would you get because you talk about making it and all of that what would you get if you were to order something if i were to order something i think comfort food that's a little bit harder because when i think of comfort food it's like you know you put a little bit of effort and you make it so it feel like feels good but I, if i were to order it i think it'd be some kind of pasta or pizza because like no, I think pasta and pizza, those are two things that I could order from no matter what day or where, what restaurant, I would never get sick of it. And like, let's be honest, who doesn't love pizza, right? So yeah. I, definitely those two. And even if it's like bad quality, not bad quality, but not like top quality. Like if I were to get pizza or, you know, pasta from Domino's versus a like four-star restaurant, five-star restaurant, it would still make me feel good no matter the situation. Mm, I see. Very interesting pasta. I didn't even think of pasta as a comfort food until you mentioned it. Yeah, there's something about pasta because I think it's also because it is very easy to make, right? And there's so many ways you can make it. Like, I, I think my go-to pasta is lasagna, which would be the ultimate comfort food for me. Like, ultimate pasta comfort food would be lasagna because I just love the flavors within lasagna. Oh, lasagna. 
lasagna i just honestly making lasagna it's so easy in my opinion um especially if you buy the pre-cooked noodles they save so much time mm-hmm. um and it's honestly it's kind of peaceful so it's kind of like relaxing to put all the different layers yeah on it and yeah. the other like as far as like dessert i don't know what your go-to or comfort food for dessert is but for me like you know i have a sweet tooth and i love everything but my go-to is like warm freshly baked those large soft chewy cookies like chocolate chip cookies mm-hmm. like i haven't had those in a while because i haven't baked any chocolate chip cookies but every time i've had those they're just so good and it feels like i'm in heaven <laughs> oh lovely i love cookies i love a good um a good i would say yeah a good cookie a good chocolate chip cookie or like a macadamia nog uh cookie in terms of comfort um for sweet things other for comfort honestly a cheesecake is very comfort food mm. um cheesecake cookies what else is there um yeah well and during the summer i love ice cream <laughs> so as comfort food it's like there's always a There's always ice cream in the freezer. Just you know, you can just grab it and then just eat it while watching TV. It's amazing. I love it. It's funny because you know when we're talking about cookies and ice cream, one comfort food that I would actually order quite a lot these days. I haven't because I haven't been to Dairy Queen in a long, long time, and it seems like Ottawa doesn't have that many Dairy Queens. But the fudge stuffed cookie from Dairy Queen was my ultimate comfort food when I ordered food because it came with a like large, warm cookie with fudge on the inside and then the ice cream on the side oh nice i do enjoy that but yeah so so many good comfort food but honestly for me personally nothing beats the warm toasty grilled cheese sandwich with i always come back to that no matter the situation it's a little bit more savory than sweet but at the end of the day it's my favorite go-to comfort food of all time oh it does that is a very solid choice cannot cannot argue with that so andres any last words for this quick little short little episode that we have for our listeners on this fine july 3rd monday um well i guess another comfort i mean i cannot get this here or i haven't seen it but uh well back home another comfort food will be street corn I love a good street corn from Mexico. Basically, it is corn, but uh, the way they prepare it, so they put mayo throughout it, and then they put uh, grated cheese on top of it, and then you put lime and chili powder. Oh, so delicious. And either you can have, like, the entire cup, or you can ask what we call the esquites, which is on a cup, and same preparation and everything, and it's that's such a good comfort food. I love it so much, especially for a cloudy day. If you can get your hands on one of those, it is precious. Um, so yeah, I guess that will be another thing. Is like back home, there might be other comfort foods that I would usually gravitate to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I would say that type of corn preparation would be one of them. They're just so good. 
Yeah, corn is another kind of food that's also very versatile. It's funny you mentioned you have, you know, that kind of Mexican street corn back home. Um, in Nepal, they have corn where it's the corn back in Nepal is much different than like the sweet corn that you get in North America. It's not as sweet, so you can prepare in different ways. But in the one of the biggest street foods of Nepal is um, fire, I guess, grilled corn. But mm-hmm. they literally take corn and they throw it into the fire or the flames and it cooks it so nice and it's so good. And in the streets, you know, they give it to you with this chili, green chili paste and it's so good. That does sound very good. A grilled corn delicious yeah and it's different than you know like i said corn here is very sweet and you can't really do much with it yeah you can barbecue it but even then it's way too sweet and i don't like that too much but back home it's not as sweet and it makes all the difference i love that Mm. yeah because also even that um there's different types of corn they all not taste the same because the one over here is very sweet Mm -hmm. and the bangwat back home it's not i don't think it's a sweet corn Mm-hmm. which is very interesting that is yeah there's so much i wish you know like that's one of the things biggest things about living in canada is there's so much other food like not even like made food but like produces that you can't find here that you can find you know back in nepal or back in mexico or other parts of the world i wish it, it was more accessible and cheaper because i would be trying them all the time oh absolutely it's just or sometimes they're not in season and you can even feel it even more here yeah, oh. yeah. like my mom, you know, when guavas are in season here, she literally buys like 20, 30 pieces of guava because she loves guavas. <laughs> I, uh, guavas are fun. Uh, they're, they're nice and tasty. I wouldn't say they're my go-to, but they are good. Um, right now it's mango season, so those are yummy. Yeah, mangoes are like the ev- evergreen kinds of foods, I think. Love mango, love, 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 love. That's also another comfort food in terms of like back home. Just a mango with some lime and chili powder. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Love me that. Um, but yeah, no. Other than that, it's very honestly over here. It's a, like at least for me, my comfort food is very pop style, very American in a certain way. Which yeah. I, 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 that, yeah. But yeah, but I usually, lately I haven't tried to indulge that much on it. Uh, one, because it, I don't know if you have found it for Shine, but the delivery fees for the apps, they're crazy. So yep. nobody got time to pay for that amount of money. Uh, sometimes what I do is I will order them for pickup instead, and I'll drive and pick them up because they're just crazy expensive. Um, but also just because of uh, sometimes the quality of the food, you know, like they're good comfort foods, but... At the same time, I want to. I'm trying to restore certain foods to feel like what I like them for. So if it's gonna be a nice comfort food, I should just get it when the weather, when the situation is like, you know, I feel like having comfort food today rather than ordering already like on a day, not on a daily, but on a regular basis. Because then it's not at least for me, it's no longer a. Uh, it would no longer be a, a comfort food. Yep, yep, agreed. So, Bishank, any final words? No, for me, honestly, nothing beats tomato soup and grilled cheese. So that's all I'm going to leave it at for this episode. There you go. So, Andres, where can our listeners reach out to us if they want to talk to us about comfort food or any other food 
from Mexico or Nepal, anywhere really. Well, Brashan, before I talk about that, what are you looking forward for this week? Huh? Um, you know, um, my head is so all over the place today. I forgot about that, but you're absolutely right. <laughs> Maybe it's because we're pre-recording and I should already be in, you know, on my road trip from Vancouver to Seattle and Portland. So looking forward to that. Um, it should be a good trip down the West Coast, Pacific, North to West, um, you know, in the States and Canada. I've been to most of the places, but Agrima hasn't. So showing her around and having a good time. How about yourself, Andreas? But myself, so something that I'm looking forward, like you said, we're pre-recording. So by the week, when this episode gets, it's, uh, it's live, I uh, would be looking forward to visiting the Galapagos. Uh, I should be already be in the Galapagos. So I'm excited to see what I get to see, exploring the islands, doing some ecotourism. Uh, like I hopefully can get more than one time to go snorkeling hiking um and we'll see what amazing creatures and we see in the islands my goal which i'm pretty sure it's very hard because of the time of the year and just the different like the couple of islands we're seeing if i can see penguins i'll be the happiest person but i set my expectations low because of the weather the islands that we're going and everything but Turtles, those are a, mo, mo, uh, a must see. I love seeing turtles whenever I'm on the sea. I love turtles so much. We love it. Yeah, keep us updated on your trip and I will do the same. Absolutely. So, other than that, like Brishang said, if you have any complaints or you just want to reach out to us, you can do that uh, through our Instagram and Twitter to Average Brown Bruce Podcast. We're always there, but you can answer any questions. But yeah, uh, feel free to reach out. Absolutely. Like always, if you have any comments, concerns, questions, or type of stuff, reach out to us, talk to us, hit us up about your comfort foods or foods that you like that you can't find in North America, that you find all the places, let us know your favorite ones and we'll be happy to talk to you about it. Absolutely. But other than that, thank you again for tuning in to another great episode of the Two Average Brands Podcast and catch us up next week when we're back in Can- well, back in the East. I will have that back in Canada, but for sure I can stay in Canada. Just making a little hop in the States with very pants. But yeah, catch up next week when we're back, back out easy in Ottawa. Other than that, take care of yourself and we'll catch up next week. Bye. See ya.